we got there, and I, I get out, and I go running in the house to go to the bathroom. You know, I go in, I come back, I say, Dad, they took the bathroom. My dad turned me around and said, see a little building right over there? That's your bathroom. <laughs> I said, what? Buckle up. You're listening to Terminal Exchange. Hey everyone, I'm Philip Adams, and this is episode 46 of Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of Newsbomb Transportation. In case you missed it, Newsbomb just announced our 2019 Christmas catalog, which is open to all Newsbomb employees. That's both drivers and non-drivers. So head on over to newsbomb.com/slash/Christmas2019 and pick out one item for free as a Christmas gift from Newsbomb. We've got several options to choose from, including sweatshirts, jackets, duffel bags, and several other items. So go make your selection now at newsbomb.com slash Christmas 2019. That's newsbomb.com slash Christmas 2019. It's a little scary to continue a line of questioning when the person you're interviewing responds with their own question asking legally or, or illegally, but that's exactly what happens right out of the gate with my guest this week, and that's Newsbound driver Bill Peterson. In fact, we didn't even really officially start our conversation um, like we'd normally do, uh, but uh, fortunately, Ryan hit the record button early, and we just kept on going. So uh, I'm, that's where I'm going to drop you in uh, right at the beginning of a conversation that uh, we typically would have been having pre-record. But uh, here is Into the West with Bill Peterson. Uh, how long have you been a truck driver? Legally or illegally? <laughs> Please tell me you're recording. <laughs> uh, how, how, how in trouble are we going to be if you answer illegally? Well, not, well, I'll preface this that I drove for my uncle on private roads. Sure, yeah. So that could be... Could, <laughs> That's, Legally, you don't have to have that's, a license. That's but, what I assume, but I yeah. <laughs> I, I want to assume the best. Right. But So how, so how long has that been then? Oh, that was 1974. I was six, 16 now. years old. I got kicked out of school, and my dad sent me to my uncle. We I spent the winter running a pipe up on the Alaskan pipeline for three months. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Cold, <laughs> literally, really cold. <laughs> so, um, so you've been doing the trucking thing for oh yeah ever forever. Truly, had have you had any stints outside of trucking? Uh, five years period? in the military. Okay, which branch? U.S. Army. U.S. Army. Very good. Very good. What did you do? Uh, military police. The, okay. Now, did you uh, just serve within the borders? Did you end up? Uh, yes. I. Well, I was stationed in the borders, but I ran all over the place. Okay. Any experiences from that? Well, three weeks before they took the hostages at Tehran, I was in the embassy. So that was kind of freaky. Kind of, my mom was on the phone. Are you home yet? Are you home yet? <laughs> oh, 
walk me through that even a little bit, just kind of what was going on and, and, and what the concerns were there. It was ugh, just out of me. 1988 and Iranian rebels stormed our embassy and took our hostages for 436 days. Going When I went in, it was really rough because you could see the anti-American stuff all over the place, mm. but it was really rough. With that then, what what was kind of going on specifically for you? What what was your responsibility oh, at that point? I was, and then, I mean... I was there to pick up a prisoner. Okay. And escort him back so, to so the state. So do, do an exchange that way? Yeah. I see. So everything go down smoothly oh, for yeah. you then? Yeah, it went smooth it, <laughs> until I... You know, my mom, I was sound asleep. My mom called and she said, are you home? Please tell me you're home. And I go, what are you talking about? Oh, they got it all over the news. They just took the hostages in Tehran at the embassy. And I said, you're kidding me. So I called my CO and asked him what was going on. He says, we can't talk about that right now. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it was hush hush. (laughs) That's pretty wild. That's wild. But so otherwise, you've been in trucking all this time. Yes. And and you've been here with Newsbomb, though, for... Six years. Six years now. Okay. Yeah. I started here just as they finished the... They were just getting ready to finish the shop. Okay. Yep. They hadn't yep. finished the office yet, but... Because I've ever gone into the office for forever. Yep. Yeah. You uh you would have been right right before we we made that transition, so you yep. would remember the old oh yeah yard oh I remember the old building. Yeah. Has your experience been uh, with with van trailers all the time? Have you done any other? I've done services? van tanker reefer doubles flatbed, so pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite in that in that bunch? Is there anything that you enjoyed reefer. most? Really? Oh, I love pulling reefer. What? Why? It just. Because you've got a a lot of choices of what you can haul, whereas with the dry or flat, any dry you can haul on a reefer. And, sure, you know, and I I own my own truck and trailer from nineteen about well, no two thousand to two thousand and ten, and I had my own truck and reefer. So okay, I wish they had a reefer division here, but. Brett told, that told me, no, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like we got our one Oberweiss account, and that's, uh, yep. <laughs> that's it. So what what did, though, get you out of owning your own equipment? Price of fuel and the rates. Not, I mean, price of fuel went sky high, and your rates didn't go anywhere. You know, they gave you a fuel surcharge, but fuel surcharge didn't really cover for what the fuel is. Right. That and... The company I was leased on to was really starting to pull my chain, and I just got mad and uh. got rid of them both. <laughs> Wife said that you need to do something because you're you're a bear when you're not a happy camper. <laughs> I think a lot of us could probably say that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me then, starting off in trucking, so you've been doing this for forty some odd years. Yeah. Uh, essentially, um, since I. Uh, uh, since 1981, I've been... You've been actually... Yeah. So when you first got started, and I mean, you obviously had your experience of right. being behind the wheel of a, of a rig, but getting started, what was that like for you, though, then transitioning from doing stuff there around, you know, on your stomping grounds and then actually moving into somebody else's rig? It, it was a real... 
eye-opener because you have to, you know, you can't play by your rules anymore. You got to play by their rules. That's one of the reasons I I wanted to come over here a lot a long time ago, but because I had a friend that was working here, and he's the one that got me here. Okay. And I didn't want to do e-logs. <laughs> I didn't want to do e-logs. I didn't want an auto. I love a standard transmission. Mm-hmm. I did not want an automatic, and I did not want to have a tag axle. So it was really, when I owned my own equipment, I knew it was taken care of properly. And that's one of the things here I really like about Newsbomb because they take care of their equipment. Since you've been doing this for a while, have you hit all 48 states? I hit 49 states and three provinces. I guess if you, if you did the Alaskan pipeline, you've been... I've been in Alaska, British Columbia, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. You've done a little bit more than probably most people have uh, the, yeah. in the company. So since you've been in all those areas, where are, where are some of your favorite places Northwest. to travel through? Those guys in this... And dispatch just, when they tell me I have to go east, they just cringe because they know they're good to hear So you're saying that going east would be the opposite then of not just physically direction, but yeah. but for you as far as which way you yeah. prefer to go. Oh, yeah. I, west is, right. if, is the way. If I never had to go past Ohio again, I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> I know, but you know, I, you know I, I, I've talked to guys that I mean, the 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 general perception and and you know feeling there yeah. is no one wants to go out east and head head that way. No, but I have talked to some that oh, are they the do. exact opposite. That That's absolutely all they love do. it. Yeah, like, yeah, give me all that stuff you can. Yeah, but uh, so specifically, uh, what what spots uh, out west, northwest? Are we talking talking like along the Columbia River? Uh, oh, Columbia River, um, going across twenty in Oregon is just gorgeous. Going across eighty through Wyoming, seventy through Colorado and Utah, you get out into Utah on seventy, and it's some of the gorgeous, most gorgeous country you'd ever see. Mm-hmm. Coming through there right as sun starting to set and uh, mm. it's shining on all those red cliffs, it's just nothing like it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I have not yet made it out to that to the northwest area. I've, I've been in Utah, yeah, uh, but I have yet to to get up northwest, and I'm looking forward to doing that at some point. So yeah. I need some you know tips and everything from you to uh, um, where to stop. And Grand Coulee Dam is a great place. Um, Glacier National Park yeah. is a great yeah. place. Like the Columbia Gorge, they've got a river boat that runs up and down it that you okay. can ride on. Have Would you been you? on that? Oh, yeah. Have you? Yeah. And then I go, I've had a couple of trainees. We've had to lay over in Seattle area mm-hmm. in a car, and we went and rode the ferry across the bay a couple of times, you know. Okay. Which is really fun to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And my my wife recently went out uh, the Seattle area, but ended up in, you know, was in um, uh, Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, just some of the scenery and stuff out right. there, out that way, is just so beautiful. Oh yeah. So I, I yeah, I now, look forward to getting out there. Are we talking about Vancouver, Washington, or British Columbia? British Columbia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, doing British Columbia, but you know, right off there from oh Vancouver Island. Yeah, Vancouver Island. Oh and, yeah, your your dad went there. Yeah, yeah. My dad and both my wife and uh, yeah. my dad ended up there, and I've seen that. As now, I'm a little jealous. 
Yeah. My parents live in British Columbia. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we moved up there in 1970. Okay. We were living in California. And my dad, it was really getting bad in California with the drugs and all that. And he didn't want his kids to have to deal with that. So he moved us up there. Wow. Which was a real culture shock. I, we, um, when we moved, we got there and I, I get out and I go running in the house to go to the bathroom. You know, I go in, I come back, I say, Dad, they took the bathroom. My dad turned me around and said, See a little building right over there? That's your bathroom. I said, What? <laughs> now, did it stay that way or do you eventually get. Oh, we have been, we, we, we stayed there that way for about two years and then okay. we, we moved to our own um, farm and started farming. Okay, so so when you were started driving on on the farm and everything, that was oh, yeah. in British Columbia. Then. Yes. Okay. So if I'm heading up into uh, in, in, into that area, where aside from you know doing Vancouver Island and everything, what else Go should I be to going Barkerville, to see? Barkerville. It's an old gold mining town. Okay. That's really really interesting. And then you got um, uh, Prince Rupert. You can catch a ferry to go up to Alaska, or if you want to fish, there's a bunch of places to fish. Mm. Good fishing. Is that a hobby of yours? No, not anymore. I, see, I had, maybe that just shows how I don't like. I'm not patient enough to sit there all day for one fish. <laughs> you and me both. You know, when I'm I grew you, up actually. up there, I mean, if you didn't have a fish within 10 minutes, you were doing something wrong. Wow. So, well, one I remember one time my dad took us up to Great Beaver Lake, and we spent the weekend in, up there, and we caught over 100 kokanee salmon. Wow. That we just, you know, because we had taken a smoker, and we Smoked all that salmon. Oh, you talk about Brady. Oh, sure. oh yeah. <laughs> but and you know, like they got kokanee salmon up there, and uh, Great Northern Pike. Those are fun fish to fish for. Mm. I'm not so much a bass fisherman, or a I don't eat catfish. So okay. But you know, it seems like that's all anybody talks about it down here. You just catfish is catfish that. Now, I, I give me a good old trout or kokanee salmon, I'll be a happy camper. Nice, nice. I'm thinking maybe we should schedule a trip, even though it's not a hobby now, but we we need to get a group of people together and go up, up that way yeah. and actually do some legitimate. Because yeah. again, like like you said, I'm not I'm not patient. Yeah. So I need I need like a I need a guarantee. Oh, I can take you places where <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee. I need to know that I'm going to be getting something yeah. and and having some fun. Yeah. There's a. Um, you go up to Tattock Lake and they got great Northern that run anywhere from 10 to 15 pounds. And you talk about fun. You get one of those puppies on there and watch it jumping up and it just, and they're really good eating too. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So from there in, in, in British Columbia, you, uh, was your first trucking job then, was that in Canada or was that no, back in the No, my first States? trucking job was in Texas after I got out of the military. Okay. Other than with my uncle, you know, and I did farm work, but I worked some for, um, after I got out of the military, it seemed like every time I went home, uh, 
I had a friend that owned a logging company, and he's oh, if I was there for a couple of weeks, he'd be saying, "Come on, come on, I'll put you in a truck for a couple of weeks. Come on." <laughs> but I have to tell him I'm on vacation. Oh, you know you want to do it. So did you do it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> of course. So have you just stayed in the states then ever yes. since, uh, as far as your right. running? So, and you live now in Danville, just. You know, down the road here, down 74 yep. from us. Um, how'd you end up here in the heart of the Midwest? My wife is from Danville, and she wanted to move back here to be close to her dad because he was getting up in age and needing help. And I just, we were living in Renton, Washington at the time, and I was ready to get out of Washington. Mm-hmm. It's great if you go to the east side of the mountains, but the west side of the mountains, it just too many people for me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of, you know, look out my window and I can look into the neighbors. Yeah. Too, too crowded. Yeah. So how did you meet your wife? So did I you met, do that she, on the road or how'd that? No, I met her at a friend's house. Um, he had invited me over for dinner, for a cookout. And it was his ex, his, it was his brother's ex-wife, and I was sitting there at at the lunch counter, and I, we were talking, and she walked in, and I about fell out of my chair. Never <laughs> seen her before in my life, and I looked at my 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 friend and says, "I'm going to marry her one day." He said, "No, she's she's getting married to somebody else." A year and a half later, we were married. How'd you manage that? It 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 was. <laughs> I'm curious. I mean, how, how, how did you? Uh, um, she just, I was just patient, and apparently she liked what she saw. You know, I was. <laughs> she had a few problems, you know, rough spots, but I was there to yeah. help them out. And good, you know, and yeah. her and her daughters took to me like a. So it's just been one of those oh. wild rides. Yeah. So, how many kids do you guys have then? We have three. Three. Three daughters. Okay. All grown and All grown. doing their thing, I'm sure. Uh, my youngest one, I got to move to Dallas uh, next weekend. And okay. my oldest one, she's married and have two grandkids. And my middle daughter, she lives with us. Okay. Okay. So uh, are you trying to push her out at any time? Or? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Keep her around as long as you can? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So grandkids are in the picture yes. here. Do you get to spend much time with them? Do you see them often? Or? Not as much as I would like to. Yeah. Seems like they're doing their thing when I'm home, and and then when they're able to, I'm off down the road. Yeah. Now, how old are the grandkids? Oh, you would ask me that. 18 and 15. Okay. So uh, the oldest is graduating this year? or She graduated. Yeah, she graduated last spring. Okay. Okay. So, you know, hitting that point of independence and yeah, oh yeah, everything too. They're, and they got friends. They got things going oh, on. Yeah. 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 I get it. <laughs> you will. You will. But, it's covered. Uh, man, I've, they're already independent at, yeah. at an early age. It's almost ridiculous. But so, yeah. well, what else outside of uh, the trucking and everything? What do you got going on? What, what do you do for fun? What I do if travel. That's what you do for work. I know. I, I it's weird. I I love to drive. My wife thinks I'm crazy because <laughs> I'll drive. You know, 
all the time, and then we go on vacation. When we go on vacation, we either go up to Canada or we came from California out here a couple of times, and <laughs> it just people look at me. Are you nuts? <laughs> I, I've, I've same same story from other drivers. I've heard you know just. Part of it is you're used to it, but then you enjoy yep. it. That's part of the lifestyle. Exactly. So where's the last place you guys went? Last vacation? We went to New York. Okay. Um, my like upstate my, or do you actually go into? Upstate. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I knew you I, said you didn't like crowded no, places. No, so no, that, no, no. That would have been a, quite a stark contrast. Yes. <laughs> so yep. upstate New York. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Did you hit Niagara Falls or anything like that? No, or? we didn't. Okay. Um, I've been to Niagara Falls, but that was, you know, it's one of those park my truck, rent a car and go to Niagara Falls. Uh So I do that a lot, you know, get somewhere, rent a car and go, go do something instead of sitting in a truck all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, uh, it just, that's, that's interesting. I actually kind of want to talk a little bit about that. When you do find yourself out in the middle of whether it's Timbuktu or, or near a, a, scenic area you know right. vacation type you know touristy spot uh, are you planning that in actually as you're you're doing anything or do you just kind of wing that when you get that there? wings it sometimes i plan it that way and sometimes not so much yeah. you know like last this last july i took a load of han out to creature force base they didn't want it till friday and i got there wednesday so okay I call my, my aunt and uncle live in Las Vegas. Well, they live south of Las Vegas. And they came and got me. We went down to Boulder Dam, did the tour through the dam. And cool. Went up, got to ride down to Colorado in a raft. So it was pretty fun. fun. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I would think that anybody should take advantage of those types of yeah. opportunities as you're out. Exactly. That's, that's part of the whole gig of, of trucking. I mean, yeah. that, that lifestyle of, of being out there now, I, I don't have that experience, but I, I'm just trying to imagine like right. I'm out there. And if I'm going to be sitting for 34 plus hours a, a weekend, exactly. a couple of days, take advantage of where you're at yeah. and, and go see what's yep. up, you know, see new things. Exactly. Experience those, those new sites and, and everything that, you know, very few people actually get the opportunity to do. Right. You know, that's, that's why I look at, you know, like, um, last year, last summer, a year ago, last summer, I was out in Washington, rented a car and went up to Mount Rainier and played in the snow in August, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you say about playing in the snow here with first, you know, first day of November now, and we've got snow on our ground here yeah, exactly. at the office, but <laughs> yeah. So you just did uh, New York more recently. Uh, where are you going to next? Who knows? Do you, you, know, you guys don't have one Probably planned yet? not. Right now, my wife isn't doing too well. Okay. So probably won't be going anywhere too far for a while. So what is the situation there? Oh, uh, my mom, my wife was had a stroke when she was two. And so okay. she doesn't have quite control of her left side so it's hard for her to get around okay so and as she's gotten older it's her right side has been compensating so long for her left mm-hmm. side it's starting to deteriorate yeah so it's hard for her to get around okay now you have other family though then still around the area uh no you, just or? just me and my wife and my daughters okay 
I have, well, all my relatives live all over on the West Coast. So <laughs> I got uncles and cousins all over Utah, Idaho, Washington. So makes it nice for when you do have those oh, stops, yeah, like you mentioned. Well, that's, you know, that that's one of the things everybody always say. I was the pipeline to all the relatives because I was going to all to see them all and we could, you know. So, so you got to fill everybody in yeah, on how everybody else is doing. And, and yeah. That's that's kind of cool. Being in the trucking industry this long, what, I mean, other than just liking to travel, I mean, if everything else was in, in order, you could probably quit driving and, and do that travel and everything. Yeah. but. Aside from that aspect, what what keeps you in trucking, and why? Or what do you like about it other than just the travel part? Seeing different, seeing something different every day. Yeah, you know, you may go the same place day in and day, you know, all the time, but you see something different every day. You know, I've tried to work local, and it just wasn't for me. You know, it just. It, my wife got to the point and said, you need to get back on the road. You are no fun. <laughs> you got to get it out of the house. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How much longer you got doing this, you think? Probably another 10. Cool. I figure I'm going to try. If my health holds up, I'm going to try to make it for 20 here. Okay. That'll so, put me so at 75. You, so. Wow. Yeah. But, hey, but if you're hey, still going strong, then. Exactly. You know, and I still like what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and that's something my dad always taught me when I was little. If you want to do, get a job, to find something that you like, and it'll never be a job. It'll mm-hmm. be an adventure. Yeah. And that's what I did. I, I assume at points it does turn into a job. Oh, yeah. When you have to <laughs> unload a tire load or you have to lo- unload a load of windows. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. But, but you, you, know you take what? the good with the bad, right? Exactly. Well, it ain't as bad as it used to be. Uh, oh, the the days of you know going point A to point B, not have to touch anything, is long gone. Because when I started, you, you unloaded everything. Right. I mean, unless you paid a lumper to do it, and then you you, you were asking for trouble there. But you mm. know, for most part, I I've until. Oh, here since I came here, I did most of I did most of my unloading myself. Along the way, you've surely hauled a bunch of different oh, things. Yeah. There's got to be some one or two things that stick out in your mind of I, that you've transported. I took a load of batteries into the CIA headquarters. Mm. Yeah, what's security like there? Oh, and this wasn't long after nine eleven, so really, you could have. Yeah, they were out there squirting the toothpaste, pouring out the shaving cream, and oh yeah, they were. Did, did they pat you down, X-ray you, or do oh, yeah. that? Yeah, they, they oh, didn't X-ray. They patted me down, no. So, but the, now I've 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 been to certain facilities yeah. where the security is like um, yeah, nuclear power stations yeah. and such. Uh, Post nine eleven, you know, right. going in there and they they they. Check you out pretty, oh, yeah. pretty heavily. I guess so I can the, imagine going into CIA is right. just. <laughs> I guess the most weird one was I hauled a load of money. Okay. Old money. I picked up a load, a toilet paper in, in Atlanta, took it to Denver. And they, I, 
they the guy says, "You know what you were hauling?" I said, "Yeah, loaded roll, uh, loaded toilet paper." No, he opened the doors and it was just bundles of cash. No oh, kidding. Yeah. I says, "Oh, thank God I didn't see." It. He says, "He he brought up this on his computer. You stopped here for about fifteen minutes." You stopped here for an hour and a half. You slept here for 10 hours. <laughs> he, he had it down every spot. So they had I that stopped, tracked, huh? And I never saw a person. Wow. That's but, <laughs> that's kind of wild. Did, were you checking yourself after that? I mean, were you were you, were you going back and trying to recall everything oh, that yeah. you did? Oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think, did I do something I shouldn't have done? Like, how close were they really watching me? Yeah. Was I standing out going to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty wild. But Well, Bill, one of the things that I appreciate about, appreciate about you uh, here is your personality. You know, you're pretty easygoing. Uh, I try like, to be. Uh, usually pretty, pretty happy. I know that. I mean, I've, I know there's times where you get frustrated, whatever that happens for everybody. Oh, yeah. But, but in general, you're in good spirits. You, you seem to like doing what you're doing, right? And you enjoy being around here. It's it's fun to have you around and, and come stop in the office and say hi. Yep. If you could share any words of wisdom, uh, outlook with whether it's new drivers, even veteran drivers, what right. would you share with them? Treat people like you'd want to be treated. It's the only thing I can say. You know, if you want to be treated like you're. You know, yard trash, hey. But you know, if you want your, if you want respect, you got to give respect. You know, that's like I tell when I train. I always tell my, when you go into a customer, put a clean pair of pants and shirt on, moose bomb preferably. Mm. You know, if if the guy's having a bad day, just say, hey, hope you have a better day tomorrow. And, you know, don't argue, you know, people want to argue and believe me, I love to argue, but I won't argue <laughs> with the customer because they're the ones keeping me busy. Hmm. Cause if they get mad at us, what's going to happen? We're going to be out of business. And that's my, that's always been my philosophy. Treat what you want to be treated like and treat the customer like they, they're make, they're paying you their, your paycheck, which they are. Yeah, that's that's a great outlook, a very good philosophy to, to live by, and I think anybody could benefit from from practicing that. Right, I, I like that a lot. So, well, Bill, thanks so much. Hey, hey, no and, problem. And, and I'm going to make sure we spell your name right when we put this yeah, in the would title. You please put okay. it right this time. It, it is it is Peterson, and it's not with the E S O N. It is S E N. Yes, and and I promise. I, look. <laughs> We're going to double check. We're going to make sure we get it right. But okay. Bill, thanks so much hey, for taking time here and stopping in. And yep. I know you've been here all day. I Hopefully they get you moving uh, out of here soon. Oh, but. I'm waiting for my wife to come. In fact, that's oh. what she's probably telling me. She's on her way. <laughs> well, you better hurry up. Yep. You don't, don't don't keep her uh, waiting. Oh, no, but, never. So. No, I know better than that. <laughs> we can wait for them, but they better not be complaining about waiting for them, right? Yeah, that's right. Hey, keep them happy. And, yep. and it'll be good for you too, right? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bill, thanks again. Thank and, you. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you around. You bet. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of Nussbaum Transportation. Nussbaum is an industry leader in over-the-road freight transportation. For more information on Nussbaum's award-winning truckload services and top-paying driving careers, 
go to newsbomb.com or newsbombjobs.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, terminalexchange.org.